It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland. Ghostly greetings from your host, Jonathan. 31 days of Halloween. <laughs> One of the most terrifying things that ever happened in my world and read about and found out were actually real were people who headhunt. That's right. Not necessarily cannibals, but headhunters. Human beings that hunt other human beings. These are tribes of people that have grown to accept the fact that they got to make heads roll. The practice of headhunting can be found in cultures worldwide, but only one ethnic group has been known to perform the Sansa, the practice of shrinking heads. The Javero clan, who inhabited the Ecuadorian Amazon, also known for the ancient practice of Sansa. The Javoran tribes consist of four tribes, Asher, Agorana, Harambaza, and Shuar. Though Pali chopped my head off for butchering their names, when speaking of the Sansa, people are often referring to the Shuar, who achieved the most notoriety for the practice. They had a reputation for fierceness and military strategies. The Javeros first resisted the Incan empress and empire's encroachment in Ecuador, as well as the first conquistadors who set foot in South Africa and America. The Javeros then became known as the only known tribe to have successfully resisted the Spanish empire's attempts to conquer them. Gee, I wonder why. It's probably because they were chopping their freaking heads off. During the Spanish campaign for conquest, Spanish reports chronicle the warlike culture of the Javero people, as well as their ruthlessness in war. One report describes a massacre of Lagano, during which the Javero people had a dispute with Spanish governor over their gold trade. Reports state that Javero people poured molten gold down the governor's throat and then proceeded to execute the remaining people in the settlement. The massacre, as well as their established renown for headhunting, solidified their reputation and discouraged outsiders from attempting to breach their territories. Today, Many Javero attempt to remain isolated in order to live their traditional lifestyles. However, villages continue to adopt modern customs and adapt to contemporary practices. That being said, the practice of Sansa continued, though, until the 20th century. So, what is it? Well, first, the warrior begins the process by fasting for eight days to prepare his own soul. And what comes next is not for those of the weak stomach. The first step of the Sansa ceremony is stripping the skin from the head. The skull and the remains are discarded while flesh is boiled with tannin to preserve the skin before it is removed and dried over hot ashes. Next, the warrior sews the eyes and mouth shut, another way to prevent the soul from escaping, and seals hot pebbles inside the shrunken head. The process of using hot pebbles and sand to shape and shrink the head continued for several days. The warrior then paints the face with charcoal before beginning to shape the skin into its natural features once more. Throughout the Sansa process, the warrior calls upon the Asnum, the spirit of the death and life, to prevent further revenge and the victim's spirit from reawakening. After the dying process, the community takes part in the following ceremony. At this point, the women in this community have an important role. They sing omens to bring the warrior good luck, protection from evil, and removal of the memory of the killing itself, so that the warrior will no longer dream of death. By performing the Sansa ceremony, the Javario people believe that the past and the bad omen of killing can be put behind the warrior as they are reborn with a new life. As such, it is not only a commemoration of justice, but a celebration of new life and spirit reborn. So, how the heck did this even come about? Well, let me tell you, we don't know. We just stumbled upon it. 
Not everything in this planet has an explanation. But I do know this. If you're a warrior and you chop someone's head off and you shrink it down, Ripley's, believe it or not, totally want to talk to you. They love shrunken heads over there. I hope you guys get lots of shrunken heads in your trick-or-treats this year. As 31 Days of Halloween rolls on. Take care. Attention all Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio listeners. The Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast brings you the best in East Coast esoterica on the first of every month. Together, we can keep it growing by sharing the show on social media, subscribing to the show wherever you may be listening to it from, and by leaving feedback about your favorite episodes. John certainly needs a friend like you to help make his dreams come true. Minus the alien abduction dreams. That is not cool at all. The Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. Always available. Always free. Always odd.